10. Welcome to Partake, the Christian Disciple and Forgiveness. G'day. The Apostle James wrote, When all kinds of trials and tribulations crowd into your lives, my brethren, do not resent them as intruders, but welcome them as friends. Realize that they come to test your faith and produce in you the quality of endurance, but that the process go on until your endurance is fully developed and you will find you have become men of mature character with the right sort of independence. It is often said by psychiatrists that 90% of people with emotionally related psychiatric problems would be cured if only they knew forgiveness, both in the giving and the receiving. Forgiveness, of course, is a major part of Christianity, both in the way that God forgives us when we come to him in penitence and repentance, but also in the way that Christian disciples forgive others and themselves. Does that surprise you that people may need to forgive themselves? How does that work? The two major causes of emotional problems involving forgiveness are these. Firstly, there's a failure to receive forgiveness. Many people try to pay for their sin or to atone somehow as if they can for their sin. Or as A.W. Tozer put it, it's the perpetual penance of regret. Some people even try to punish themselves for their past sins. Then there's a failure to give forgiveness. There are always people who hurt us by what they say and do. If forgiveness is not offered, a root of bitterness, resentment and anger may spring up in our lives. There are significant others, parents who hurt us, siblings who fail us or tease us, and friends who betray and reject us. Does that sound familiar? Now you may well be asking yourself, why does God allow these irritations and offences to take place? We need to understand that God's ultimate purpose for allowing irritations and offences to occur in our lives is to give us an opportunity to become more like Jesus Christ, his Son. There are some irritations we can control and we are responsible to see ourselves taking sensible steps to do so. There is no point in complaining we are overweight if we are not prepared and willing to diet. Of course, there are many sources of irritations and offences we can't control. Take, for example, other people. There's personality traits, inconsistencies, rejection. Or environmental, there's inconveniences of the weather, natural elements, pressures, and then ourselves, we are frustrated with our own deficiencies, limited abilities, our perceived failures and illnesses. God uses these circumstances, experiences and irritations to shape us and mould us like a gem cutter, cutting and polishing a stone to make it valuable. However, whether God requires sandpaper or a sledgehammer, sometimes depends on our willingness to be involved in the process. God is concerned not just about what is happening to us, but also that we are learning and how we are responding in his workshop of life. So how do we respond to irritations and offences? Firstly, wrong responses, or the human way. Oh, we defend ourselves. We accuse somebody else and pass the blame. Or we hold anger in instead of dealing with the problem. And the right way to respond, or God's way, is to be honest with yourself 
am I in the wrong? Be willing to admit when you are wrong. Ask forgiveness. And then be willing to forgive. Asking for forgiveness of somebody can be one of the hardest things that we need to do. This is particularly so when we are being betrayed by a friend or someone who has been unfaithful. We need to stop and consider Christ and the enormity of his forgiveness. Remember, he was betrayed as well. Failing to cooperate with God's purposes has two frequent results. There's an insensitivity, which is to ignore, shut off, withdraw and avoid. And then there's oversensitivity, where resentment, bitterness, hatred, anger and revenge take control. Remember, forgiveness deals with our emotional responses towards an offender. Pardon deals with the consequences of the offence, and we may not be in a position to offer pardon. Forgiveness enables us to have the same openness towards the other person after they offend us as before. And lastly, when we forgive the person who has offended us, the hurt and the wound will start to diminish. This has helped when we realise that Christ understands and we can use these experiences for our eternal advantage. For more to think about, please do read for yourself James 2 verses 1 to 4 and meditate upon them. Give yourself the following tests, writing them down if you can, and see how you respond or react to them. Why not share your answers with your spouse or a close friend so you can pray over any issues together? Firstly, there's the resentment test. Is there anyone you resent? Then there's the responsibility test. Do you find yourself thinking, if only they, parents, friends, colleagues, God, had done this, things would have been very different, and are therefore blaming others? And then lastly, the reminder and reaction test. Do you find yourself reacting against a person because they remind you of somebody else? As ever, if you have any comments to make on this, please do contact me at www.davegroberts.podbean.com I would love to hear from you and if these are making any difference at all to your continual Christian discipleship. Thank you.